me tell you something, Mother. You better be ready to take her on a ride to Space Mountain. Welcome to the Rock Roundtable. I am your host, CJ, and we are on a quest to find the best new music across all genres, rock, punk, and heavy metal. The best way to listen to the Rock Roundtable is on the Anchor app. If you are a Spotify Premium or Apple Music subscriber, where you can hear the songs we review on this podcast in their entirety immediately following the podcast content itself. You can listen to these songs on a Spotify playlist, Rock Roundtable Episode 12. You can find these songs in video form on my Facebook page, CJ Roundtable. Derek, you can also find these songs on YouTube. Tell the people where. Well, you can go to Rock Roundtable. uh, That's our YouTube channel. And... uh, no, I guess the videos you'd see on the rock. The Facebook page. Yeah, the Facebook page. That's what I'm thinking. You, you should cut this out because you surprised me with that one. We're not cutting anything <laughs> out, buddy. Okay. No, no. So, so here you go. So, yes, all the videos are put together in one uh, playlist. So you can go to playlist 12, 11, and check out all the videos that we're going to be talking about in video form and that is on our facebook page which is the community uh the community page which is once again what is that did you rename that i did rename it rock roundtable podcast so much easier to remember we keep everything at rock roundtable it's awesome yep well derek i want to point out i mean you mentioned there's to listen to 12 and 11 but every week from one to through ten through, I have been the top one. I brought three solid songs each week. They got to check that out too. Well, you have not. First of all, let's get that out of the way. <laughs> and then I don't know if I started doing those those the 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 playlists back then. I don't know if I did. I can't remember. But the video forms are on there. They are so check on. It out. They are on there. The cool thing is, you if you wanted to see them all at one time, you can click the playlist and they'll play one right after another, which is really cool. So, with the information out of the way, let's get right to the part I hostess with the most is skipped over is our introductions. The Lancelot of the Rock Roundtable, Sir Derek, and Sir Brad <laughs> from the city by the bay. And we are right into the news because last week there was nothing going on. This week, I actually got some stuff I want to tell you about. So jump in if you feel the need. Otherwise, I'm just going to keep on rolling, baby. Rolling. We Can Do Better is a new live stream that's going to be out next Sunday, June 14th. And it's a, um, it's a political commentary. So if you don't like music and politics, this is probably not going to be the one for you. But we got members of Body Count, I see, of course, Trivium, Bad Wolves, and several other bands doing the live stream. Pearl Jam has released an uncensored video version of Jeremy, which I think we should strongly consider 
putting on our YouTube channel. <laughs> hint, hint, hint. <laughs> hint, hint. I mean, you do what you want. The YouTube channel's your baby, Derek. We will. I'll, I'll, well, I'll run that by the producers. Excellent. And the Steel Panther Motley Crew continues. So Satchel came out with this little beauty. Nikki Six is a dick, but I still love Motley Crew. And uh, he, he goes into this uh, diatribe about how. Uh, Basically, you, you can hate the members in the band, but still like their music. They're not mutually excuse, exclusive. And that's absolutely true. Derek, name me a band that you like, but you hate one of the members in the band. You got anyone off the top of your head? Um, yeah. Uh, okay, I'll give you one. Drowning Pool. Who do you hate in Drowning Pool? The Dead Singer? <laughs> Ah! Too soon? <laughs> no, they've had three no. singers since, so it's not too soon. Yeah, they got a lot of no, it would be the guitarist. I saw him, this is God's honest truth, in Spearfish, South Dakota at a bar, Z-Bar, and I went up and talked to him and said, hey, you know, I know somebody that, you know, used to design, you know, the drum heads for your drummer, but I blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> and he was just the biggest dick. And I'm thinking... And when I say biggest dick, he's a tiny little dude who thinks he's tough. And he was just an ass. And I, I was like, fuck you. Who do you think you are? You're playing at the Z-Bar in goddamn Spearfish, South Dakota. Fuck off. <laughs> so we were, at, we were at the machine shop and met him. And he, you know, he's out in the crowd and he's got that mohawk. And he's sucking the sweat out of the mohawk in our picture we got with him. <laughs> Is that a good thing? Is that a good thing? No, that was nasty. <laughs> he's a douche. <laughs> oh, but let me say, let me say Brand one thing real quick though. Oh, yeah, Nikki Six and Tommy, they're they're douches too. So I agree about that whole feud. They they just treated Steel Panther like crap when they were on tour with them because they don't respect them, you know. And uh, I, good on Steel Panther. They're they're actually talking like, you know, they're being honest and true and saying, hey, these guys are dicks, you know. But you know, we're still fans. Like 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 you're asking us, you know, bands you like, but people are dicks. So, you know, good on Steel Panther. But yeah, if you don't think Nikki Six is a dick, then you're very naive. Well, color me naive because. High Octane and I spent a wonderful 45 minutes with Tommy and Nikki backstage before a show one time, and they were great guys. They were great guys. They hung out with the two of us for probably a good 40 minutes. That's probably why they gave Derek a hard time. (laughs) I I kept talking to Tommy about his Methods of Mayhem album. He loved that. So it came down to the point is – I, I, I was like, Tommy, you, he, Tommy had uh, blown up his hand doing quote unquote his words, dumb shit with fireworks. And uh, Morgan Rose had to fill in for the uh, drums on that day. And uh, Morgan and Nikki hauled ass to go get ready for the show. And Tommy is still hanging out. And I'm like, Tommy, dude, you got to go. You're going to miss titty cam. He's like, oh, man, I'm going to be doing titty cam all night long. I got nothing better to do. I'm like. I'm like, titty cam's a tradition, Tommy. You can't miss it. He's like, ah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> true, true story. That's cool. All right, that, all right that's cool. I'm warming up a little bit. 
All right. Um, Brad, anybody in a band that you can't stand, but you still love the band? Uh, you know, I, I, I can't I, say there really was. Um, you know, I, Michael Sweet of uh, Striper. You know, I love his voice and everything, but he, when he's on stage, he just drove me nuts. Well, I'll tell you who I can't stand is I can't stand Bono. There's a few U2 oh. songs I like, but I really don't like Bono. Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> oh, 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 shut your mouth, Brad. Don't, I, I, don't used to be, call, don't I used to call him the, the spring wing. <laughs> don't you ever talk bad about somebody that slides across their stages on the knees to show how cool they are. <laughs> <laughs> He's sliding on his bottom lip. <laughs> well, uh, when we were in college, Eric did that in a bar one time. I'll, I'll never forget it. Wow. <laughs> okay. Back to Tommy Lee. Tommy dropped two new songs this week. And uh, hint, hint, they'll probably be on my Rock Roundtable playlist next week. But the one is called Knock Me Down. The other one is Wait, he's not singing on those is he oh i bet you he's singing on it you, you know what i don't know what the other one you, i don't know what you, the other you, name of the song was you haven't heard it yet? Down, but there's two of them one's no no i didn't i, I was well, too busy today. if they're the ones i but if i were, if they're the ones i heard i can't wait to bring them next week so i can just destroy you <laughs> Well, you remember that um, he sang that song about his son, Brandon, yeah. on the, the one crew album? <laughs> Whatever. Oh, I think he did that just to piss Because you're off. my son. <laughs> bring it. Bring it, CJ. Can't wait. So, so, Brad, grab the hairspray and tease up your hair because ex-vixen Janet Gardner-James She's got a new video called Wounded, and she's got a new album coming out called Synergy. So something new from Janet Gardner. Uh, I will. Yeah, I like that sound right there. Uh, uh. (laughs) That's that's perfect for that. (laughs) Was she on the UP? Was she on the, the UP channel or what is that channel you like? Uh, uh, the CW. The every every female you talk yeah. about the artist is on the CW. <laughs> oh, the CW! I'd have, if you'd have got the network right, I would have got that joke. <laughs> All right, so Rat is back on the Billboard <laughs> Top 40 at number 18 because of the stupid Geico commercial. Round and round, 18 on Billboard. It only got to number 12 in 1984. Uh, love it. So, talking about the charts, three weeks on the Rock Radio Airplay, propelled by the Rock Roundtable, Godsmack, still number one. And also, sucking up all the Rock Roundtable good karma, the Bad Wolves have slipped into With number sober. Hey, let me let me ask you let me ask you a question yes. about because I found it amazing when I read that article about Rat, and and I thought to myself, how in the hell does that happen? Is it people that they watch the commercial and they and they and they go, oh man, 
When I was when I was in high school, I used to love that song, and then they go and download it. I mean, how does that happen? To me, it's incredible. I mean, rap must just love it because it is pretty cool that that just being in that commercial, and it's a funny ass commercial. I love that commercial, but it made me think: How does that happen? Do people just go, "I want to download it now," or is it new people that want to download it? Maybe the kids saw a rock band looking like rock stars, even though they were old and thought the song was cool and decided to check it out. I don't know. I don't know, man. It's a good question. You got any thoughts I, on I, that, I was daydreaming, thinking, oh, my gosh. You know, my son, he, he lives up, one of my sons, he lives up in Montana, and he came home one summer, and he goes, hey, Dad, I got this new music app called Spotify. You got to check this out. And I'm like, yeah, this is cool. And all of a sudden, he's playing me some Pretty Boy Floyd. And I'm like going, what? You like Pretty Boy Floyd? He goes, yeah, I remember listening to that when you were driving in the car. So, I, you know, it's, it, with these new apps, you know, Spotify and, you know, all the, the Google Play, you can get the songs so easy. And it's just it's like going down memory lane. So I think, it, you know, that Geico commercial sparked that. Hey, he, my dad used to listen to Rat, Round and Round. I remember that. All right, boys. So I have another little rock roundtable Derek v. Brad competition. Hopefully, it will go better than it has gone in Last one was good. Past. I but won each one of them, haven't I? No, you have not. The tattoo one, we tied, dummy. Well, yeah, but you, you were supposed to – yeah, but he, he answered my question, so you, you were supposed to get me a tattoo. I don't know what you're talking Cue <laughs> uh, 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 up, Dreamweaver. All right. Uh, so this is this is based off the Forbes richest 100 celebrities list. Of course, we're not doing basketball players and race car drivers. We're doing music. So I have. I have been hit by the hurricane in Louisiana. I have uh, shrunken this list down to only musicians. So I am going to give you two names, and you're going to tell me which one is richer. We're going to start with Derek and then go to Brad, and first one to four. All right. Do you understand? No habla inglés, yes. Si. Si. Senor. Senor. Si. Si. All right. Derek, who's got more dough? Ariana Grande or Jay Z? Jay Z, easy. Jay Z, easy. All day. What? Bah! Ariana Grande, 72 mil, Jay-Z, 50. I was, I was including Beyonce with him because half of that's his. <laughs> Christ. All right. We'll have to All right. Rad. Sir Elton John or the Rolling Stones? I'm going to say Sir Elton John. Brad Damn. is correct. You you keep track of your own score because I'm too stupid to count to four. 
Elton John has 81, the Stones 59. All right, Derek, how about Pink or Lady Gaga? I'm going to go with Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga has a cool 36 million, but <laughs> Pink has 47. We're going country for you, Brad. (laughs) Evens the table, I guess. (laughs) Who's got more dough? Country superstar Luke Bryan or Billy Eilish? Eilish. Um, I've never heard of... That's that chick, right? That girl singer? Don't body shame her. That's all I got to say. If you... If you... If you want to think she's a chick. Okay, I think the first one. Luke Bryant. Blake no, no, Luke Bryant, you said. Oh, 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 yeah, Luke Bryant. Eh, all these country guys are the same. That would be incorrect. Oh. Somehow, Billy Eilish has accumulated 53, where Luke and his football stadiums he plays has only got 45. All right. Derek, the Toronto rapper Drake. Or the Eagles. Drake. Come on, man. Yes. You got it. Derek's got a point. That was an easy one. Derek. I don't know. Okay, whatever. (laughs) Oh, 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 is it, Brad? How about Metallica versus Katy Perry? Oh, it's got to be Metallica. Metallica's got 78. Katy Perry's got 38. You got I a have point. Two. So what's our score? Brad, two. Yep. Yeah. All right. The Jonas Brothers or Sir Paul McCartney? God damn it. It's, oh. Well, I'm going to go since... They sold the Beatles catalog to Michael Jackson. I'm going to go with the Jonas Brothers. You are correct, Derek. The Jonas Brothers. The Jonas Brothers were were the 68 million. Sir Paul's only got 37, thanks to that molester Michael Jackson screwing with his catalog. Allegedly. Allegedly. Okay, Brad, pop princess Rihanna or the Australians U2? Rihanna. You are correct, sir. Rihanna, 46, U2, 38. So three points, Brad, two points, Derek. Is that That is is that that is correct. All right. How about the the young newcomer on the music scene, Post Malone versus the Army, the Kiss Army. What is this for the total or just for the year? Uh, I'm just going by the Forbes list. I believe it's total. I want to say, I want to say Post Malone so bad, but Kiss has been around so long. Post Malone. 
<laughs> Post Malone, that son of a bitch got 60 million somehow. Kiss has 36. Yes. Okay, Brad. Okay. So, what? what's our score? You got it. Three to three. Oh, we, we might have You're to gonna choke, no, 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 no. Brad. He said, You're going to choke. He said one more. Choke. He said one more than I have. Choke. This is like. Who? Oh, oh yeah. Derek. Right. Went first, right? Choke. So, Brad, Brad for the win. The biggest pop star in the world. Taylor Swift, my favorite. Or DJ Khalid. He's oh my. a DJ. He can't have more money than Taylor Another Swift. Another one. Yes, he, can. Yeah, he can because he's on so many different artist albums. Another one. I I'm gonna go and I'm gonna say DJ. That oh. incorrect. Oh. I, I... Give me another All one. Right. Another Derek. one. Now it's now there's a sudden death. The chain smokers. The those two guys. Wait, what? Or... Who's that? That's a band. Oh, no. you don't even know who they are? Uh, yeah, yeah, they're like, yeah, they're like a uh, singer DJs. I, I don't, I don't know, but all right, here we popular. go. Sudden death, so whatever. The chain smokers or Mrs. Super Bowl halftime show. J Lo, Fly Girl. I want to say the Fly Girl, but because I've never heard of these, <laughs> I what I. I, I, what are you buzzing me for? I didn't give him my answer yet. I said I want to go with J Lo, but because I've never heard of the Chainsmokers, I want to go with them. Well, well, sorry, you got buzzed. Oh, oh, who? No, who's the, no, 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 who's the winner? Wait, wait, which, which one is the right one? Which one is the right one? Chainsmokers. I said that. I said I want to go with J Lo, but. And then you buzz me. I said, but I'm going to go with the Chainsmokers because I've never heard of them. <laughs> I, I just so, won. Sorry. I just won. I'm the winner. Done. You, you, I, I can't believe you. I said I wanted to go with her, but I wasn't going to. Well, what, 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 what's, a, what's a good sporting event without controversy? Taylor Swift's best friend. Ed Sheeran or country superstar Blake Sheldon. He's got that voice money too, man. Oh, oh God, that's a tough one. Um, I'm going to go with Taylor Swift's best friend, Ed Sheeran. Dun, 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 Terrible, controversial victory. You Brad are. I am so pissed. Challenge. I. You didn't even listen to my answer. I would love to thank the Rock Table, Round Table, Fan Club for all their support, calling me Beefcake and giving me all the praise in the world because I am your natural champ. Cheater. Cheater. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and CJ's in on it. He's in on the take. It's a conch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
All right, all right. Uh, uh, enough of the fun games. Let's get into the music reviews. Now, I'm going to do this a little bit different. Usually, I just kind of roll down the same exact order of the Spotify playlist. I'm going to try to bounce this around a little bit. A little bit better this week. So, I'm going to start. And my first song I'm bringing to the Rock Roundtable is Jesse James Dupree and Dixie Inc. Now, we all know Jesse James Dupree from Jackal. You might know him from his whiskey. You might know him from the Full Throttle Saloon. But this is his more country, twangy side project. And the song is called It Didn't Fall From The Sky. So the first thing I had to learn about this song or this band the Dixie Inc. is who's playing on this? Is Chris and Jeff are the Worley brothers in this? Is this like Jackal doing doing a different kind of music under a different name? And it's Roman Glick, their bass player. Charlie Strand and Mike Foredge. So just Roman from Jackals and Jesse and Roman. And this is Jesse's ode to the American hero truck driver. And the first time I heard this, I heard the banjo and I heard Jesse singing about 18 wheelers. And I'm like, oh, oh, my God, this is not redneck punk. And I didn't like it. And I wasn't going to do it on the podcast because I, I love Jackal. They're my favorite rock stars, especially Chris and Jeff. They're the... They're the coolest guys, uh, hard rocking, hard rocking band, blue collar band, good southern country gentlemen. They're my favorite rock stars, and I wasn't gonna rip them, but this song really grew on me. And over the this week of listening to it, I've really come to like it. So Jesse James Dupree and Dixie Inc. It didn't fall from the sky. Now. banjo for you 
Brad? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Here. Oh, Earth. Uh, you're back. I don't know what is going on, but I never left. <laughs> okay. So, your take on Jesse's song. So, it didn't fall from the no, because it didn't fall from the sky. It splashed out of the toilet and shot yourself in the butt. Um, <laughs> no, actually, <laughs> the, the song. Careful. We're, the, we're going to have to see these guys. Well, I'm, I'm sure you will. <laughs> um, I thought Jesse wasn't singing. I thought he was playing the acoustic guitar in this song. Uh, maybe I'm wrong, but, um, you know, the song did have a good beat, underlying beat. It did have that. But it was, um, it was like from the 50s for me, and that was too much. It, you don't want to get your convoy on? No, I don't. I mean, I, I salute anybody. I, I salute any trucker, anybody that's going out there and doing their job. I could not do that. So hats off to them. Do you want to come over next weekend? We'll watch Smokey and the Bandit. <laughs> yeah. How about BJ? <laughs> Derek, what do you think? Did Brad just ask you for a BJ? <laughs> he cut out, but he said BJ in the bear. I didn't hear the bear part. Uh, oh, oh, you you got to be in your 50s. To know that uh, it was weird because Jesse sounds totally different. And you know what? I think he sounds pretty cool on it. I, I found myself to be torn. Uh, part of me kind of liked it. I thought it was kind of cool and different. And then part of me says it's really cheesy and Really, the music and lyrics weren't that fantastic for me. I don't know. Maybe it's because I've been on the road with too many asshole truckers that were just looking for lot lizards and meth. But then again, you know. But I, I, I but I do, <laughs> I, I do know some truckers that are cool guys. So I mean, you know, there's there's good and there's bad, and that's how I felt about the song. I didn't know if it was kind of good and bad. It was okay. It was all right. There you go. All right, B-Rad. The next song I want to do is your song, Hothead, from the band Shapes, with a V. S-H-V-P-E-S, Hothead. Tell me about that song, Brad. Major Tom. He's giving somebody a BJ right now. <laughs> oh. I hate it when Brad does this. Yeah, am I here or not? You're back. You're no, you're, you're here. Oh, it's just I'll tell you what, it's his Verizon phone. Um, oh, boy. um <laughs> so it's an English hardcore post band. Um, you know, they got an aggressive alternative sound to them. What I found the most amazing is you'll never believe who the singer is. At one guess. It, Who is it? It is Bruce Dickinson's son, the lead singer of Iron Maiden. His son is the lead singer of this band. So um, the kind of sound I heard out of them was a little bit of Rage Against the Machine um, and a little bit of 21 Pilots. So why don't we take a listen to this one and uh, check her out. Hothead.
Derek? I couldn't wait to rip this piece of shit by whoever put it out there. And and, 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 I, and I was hoping, like, it'd be an Alice Cooper thing where the guillotine would come off and actually cut their heads off so I wouldn't have to listen to it anymore. I thought it was a stupid video, a stupid song, and then I listened a couple more times. It's still a stupid video, but the song really grew on me, and it's kind of funny what... Uh, the beefcake just said is it reminded me of a band that had a rage against the machine influence and really turned it into their own kind of a sound. So then I really started to appreciate it. So it was a, it was a love hate relationship at first. It's still a stupid name. I, in, and what does Mick Mars say about stupid names? <laughs> stupid fucking bands so it's a stupid name i don't even know how to say it so if people can't say your name how stupid is that but i thought it was pretty cool it's it's new and it's different and yeah i thought it was pretty innovative i'll say that i thought it was innovative like i said the best compliment i can give it is a rage against the machine influence that they made their own well I love the rap rock new metal feel to this. I wish it hit a little bit harder with a heavier, thicker yeah. riff. But it is what it is, and it's a solid track. And I think it kind of sounded very limp biscuit <gasps> in spots. I know in spots. So that Fred. that tempo change they have in the toward the ending part of the song when it gets really slow and melodic. That that's where it sounds like Twenty One Pilots to me. Um, yeah, I just I just really like the song because I'm a hothead. I I like the song a lot too. Um, Brad, have you had shapes on the Rock Roundtable before? I I think you have, and I was looking for it earlier today, but I couldn't find I, it. I did. I, I don't. You I, have told me I have about Bruce Dickinson's son being in a band. I have not played shapes before. Um, when it comes to one of your songs, I will bring up the band that I uh, put in there that similar to this band. Okay, I bet you that's how it happened. There, there you go. <laughs> All right. So the, wait, hold on. Name of the band shapes. Where's, where's... Shapes. They should spell it right. All right, go on. Well. Just kind of like those people from New Zealand who can't spell prey right. <laughs> we'll Dan's going to kick your ass. 
could. <laughs> Momentarily. So, um, Derek, this is my favorite song on the Rock Roundtable this week. The Wild High Speed. Good job with this one. Wait, I thought that, I, I thought that was my song. Don't even start with me. <laughs> God, was that a little, a little freak out moment? I was coming hard. Dude, you, you should buy stock in Kimberly. Tell us about the song, and I'm I'm going to tell you the backstory on your little temper tantrum at the end of the show. The wild heights speed. All right, so amazingly, finally, we have a band out of L.A. that is actually worth a damn. Um, it seems like every kind of um, cool kind of rock band has been coming out of the Netherlands and stuff and over in Europe or whatever. So finally, a band from L.A. is kicking ass. And all I'm going to say, I, mean, they, I think they have ACD, ACDC influences. The singer seems to have a little bit or it sounds a little bit like that. I don't have a lot to say about this band except when it starts, it's like driving a Tesla maybe where you hit that gas and you go from zero to 80 like that. And it just, the song starts hard and fast and it finishes that way. It doesn't let up. There's not a ton of time changes like I like, but I can overlook that when a song is just pedaled to the metal 100 miles an hour, boom, done. Well, we like it harder and faster. Let's hear the wild high speed. think of the wild not the hockey team brad the wild high speed he's given another he's given another well, I want, I, can you hear me or no <laughs> yep yep you're back uh, so i figured out what's got to happen when i'm using this verizon phone i gotta have the app open with it lit up at all yeah, times. You, you, but uh, yeah, no, you, yeah you can't can't have um yeah you can't let it go black yes right right so 
I guess what what um my thought of this song is, you know, originally I'm the one that picked it and it got taken away from me and given to Sir Derek because he he didn't bring enough songs. So um um <laughs> no really I I like this song. It had you know it, it was high speed. It was uh it sounded like a little southern rock. I, when you say it's from California, I'm a little surprised. Um it had a really good flow and it kind of reminded me. You said ACDC, Derek. It reminded me more of Jackal. Well, let me ask you this. When the song starts with an engine cranking over, is it ever bad? I can't think of one bad song that starts with the engine crank. And man, I, I love this song. I love how fast it is. I love the quick little chop and then the the fills after each bar. And it, it's, just a, it's just a badass, straight up rock and roll song. High speed, the cops are coming to get you. My favorite song of the week, I already told you that. So let's do another one of my songs. Because I told you about this. Last week, the new Dokken album coming out, and that album is called The Lost Songs from 78 to 91. Sorry, 78 to 81. And that's really the days where uh, Don Dokken was over in Europe without George Lynch, and he was writing some stuff. And they've dropped the first new song off that album, and it is called Step Into the Light. So... Let's step into that light and hear the song. I couldn't see the sadness hiding in your eyes. I couldn't see the pain. Docking song. Can you go to Brad first while I gather myself? I'm afraid to go to Brad. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good idea either. So, the, the intro of the song up until the chorus actually was pretty good. After the chorus, this song sucked. Don Dockin has had over 30 some years to make the song better. He's failed. <laughs> He says his soul is crying. Well, now I'm dying. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. I couldn't take it. Wow. Okay. Derek. Well, with that, um, <laughs> let me let me, let me me give you a little history. Back when I was in, geez, I don't even know how old I was when Dawkins came out. And I actually, I'm embarrassed to say this, I had a scrapbook. 
And I used to, I had, I would always get the hit parader and circus magazine. And I'd cut out pictures of Dawkins and George Lynch and all the band. I put them in this, put them in this, you know, with their, their uh, articles and put them in my scrapbook and stuff like that. You know, what a, what a nerd I was. The, the thing I liked about it was the video. It was cool how they had like all the old photos and everything like that. Um, and, and Don, he's got a great voice. I've never thought he had a great rock voice, but he has a really good, pure, um, polished voice. Um, I was wondering where was George Lynch? I guess he's probably too busy guesting in other bands and with our, on their songs and whatnot. But I have to say, at the end of the day, this song made me, it was called Step Into the, Into the Light. It made me want to step into the traffic because uh, Dawkins was not rocking. Oh, not rocking. I, I thought it was okay. I just thought it was okay. You guys are more sour on it than <laughs> I am. I would, I would give it a solid uh, two out of four. It's a two-star effort from a four-star band, in my opinion. And, you know, it's a reason they never released it, but I'm just happy to hear some new stuff. Hopefully they did not do what I think every band should do, is put your best song out first. I hope this isn't the best one. I hope the bar gets a little higher. So let's go right over to Brad. All right. Shine down. Atlas Falls, the new one from Shinedown. Well, when you say the name Shinedown, I mean, what else can you say? They are one of the biggest rock bands in history. They are, I mean, how many number one songs did you say they had uh, a few weeks ago? Was it, oh, gosh, was it five? Uh, no, I think it was, or is it, oh, yeah, I think it was about five. About, they, I think uh, it's passed. right. And I think you know, you know, they're they're up there. Um, they wrote this song with the with the COVID nineteen. Um, it was to su- help support to make money for PPEs um, for a foundation called Direct Relief. Um, lyrically, this song is phenomenal. They their their influences is actually from uh, you know uh, the Greek god uh, Titan, or uh, the, or you know, and then uh, so. Yeah, Atlas, the guy holding up the world, right? Like but, the, but uh, it's, the Van Halen fifty-one fifty cover. Yeah, but it was actually about Titan and his and his powerful spear. Um, but you know, because if that falls, we need somebody that's going to help hold us up, and that's kind of like what what we do is at the Rock Roundtable. We're holding all these rockers together. So let's play this song. Shine down, Atlas Falls. Bush is always part of us And gravity's never a friend Deciding on who we can trust And finding our way to crescendo To the unknown We'll never make it outside Lest we unlock the past and release The future that we've left to die 
spear as well um listen i like shine down and i've seen shine down i saw them in uh god i saw them in detroit at what's that place with the bowling alley anyways um cool cool band they rock hard and they're great and you know what i think you guys are more socially relevant in your song selections you know this is based upon the COVID thing and blah, blah, blah. And, oh, the lyrics are so relevant. And it's so – I don't give a shit. It was lame. As far as I was concerned, they're, they're pandering. <laughs> they're, they're pandering to, peop- to people, you know, who are, who are scared. And, oh, my God, the OMG nation. I was not LOLing at all over this song. And I don't need any more heartstring pulling COVID songs. I'm just over it. So I didn't like it at all. Well, let me tell you what I think. And Shine Down is a band that I flip back and forth on because I like my Shine Down rocking <laughs> with the big, thick riffs like Devil and Cut the Cord and Sound of Menace. I love those songs. Those are great fucking songs. But then they have a lot of songs that I really don't give a rat's ass about. (laughs) Slow ones, melodic ones, and in my opinion, they got about four or five really good songs, and after that, it drops off. But I did take Eric to see Shine Down last summer. And what I will say is very powerful singing voice. All their songs are just spot on. Their live sound is just dead nuts to their studio sound. A lot like Sammy Hagar and like Van Halen stuff back in the day where the the album sound and the live sound are the same. And unlike their show, I had a good time at the show. But not this song, man. Well, <clears throat> boring. Well, one of the things that the, about Shine Down is that you, once you uh, actually follow them a little more, um, they, there's actually three bands that they they've spun off. There's a there's a Smith and Meyer band that goes out and they play acoustical where they play a Shine Down songs and they play covers, which is really good. And then Zach Smith, the guitarist, actually has a bluegrass band that goes around. And I'm starting to think that maybe some of those influences are starting to come out, and that's why they're starting to produce some of those slower songs. They didn't know that in the bud. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm going to give them a pass because it's for charity and COVID, and they they certainly don't need my uh, endorsement. They're doing just fucking fine. Now, here's a band that hasn't exactly broke like Shinedown, Nasty Rats with a Z. Nasty Rats with a Z against the world. <sighs> okay, so I know. Uh, I'm, I'm getting ready for it. I'm trying to get my thick skin on. 
<laughs> so nasty rats they're a they're a band out of uh, czechoslovakia so if you rip on them you hate czechoslovakia um i really don't get the beginning of the video i don't i don't understand the concept of it honestly you know i'm losing my steam here with this all i'll say is this so the lead singer I'll give him credit for this. So the first album came out, and the lead singer absolutely, his voice, it was just horrible. To his credit, he went to, he took a lot of singing lessons and whatnot, and you can tell a difference in this song on this album, how he's gotten better. Um, He improved. I mean, he's still not that great. He doesn't have that great of a rock voice. It's really average. (laughs) But what I'll say is this. I thought the guitarist was really cool, and the song had a cool vibe, kind of like the old 80s kind of a sunset strip kind of a vibe. So, you know, I just threw him on there, and it was, uh, you know, I'm not that proud. Well, that's a glowing endorsement. Let's hear this nasty rats <laughs> against the world song. <laughs> <laughs> what I wrote down my first impression of the nasty rats is this is a song that is out of an action sports video because so many of these videos for skateboarding or motocross or wakeboarding or whatever very often they have a band that's not very big so they can get the licensing of the music cheap but the song's got to rock because this is action sports and i actually really like this song i like it a lot it uh i love the solo that hits late there's some killer tone in that solo unfortunately i'm only gonna play or i only played about the first minute and didn't get to the solo but i the, i think the solo's a big winner I like the song. Another oh, good job by you, bless. Eric. What do you think, Brad? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I only listened to it for a minute. I got – the solo was great, but I didn't get to the solo. I am so confused. And I guess I'm kind of confused about the song, too, because like Derek says, it's got a real 80s metal feel. You know, I like that part of it. 
but that singer's voice just crushed me. I just couldn't dig it. Um, I, I got a feeling that this would not make a B side of most artists that, you know, when they release a song. So, um, you know, maybe a C or D side, but I, hey, I just CJ. couldn't get into it. Why don't you just yes, sir? Uh, make sure you edit out everything Beefcake said because you know, I mean, he did a great job. He did his homework, you know, and uh, he listened to a whole minute of it. So, no, that's what Derek or C- CJ said. That, that's uh. what I said. Well, it's uh, <laughs> it, it's kind of a uh, it's a catch twenty two, right? So you know, I try to play or. I play a song. Usually it's about a minute. Sometimes it goes longer, but it goes through the intro. I get through the chorus. I get to a couple of the bars and usually that, you know, that's about it. Cause you oh, no, 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 I understand. Copyright. No, I understand. Well, well, I just, well, I just thought Brad only listened to uh, a minute of the song. You know, he's, he's ripping, it. he's ripping on it like no. that, you know? So here's what I oh, do. No, he was uh, ripping on me. Yeah. <laughs> I can't fault him for that. Well, no. You you're a little defensive because you put the song out there because you knew that it's one of It's still better than anything it. you ever put out. <laughs> <laughs> 3 for <Whatever>. 3. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> let's keep the good times rolling because I've been sitting on this song for a while. And I pretty much know that it's not going to be well-received. But <laughs> as we know, I am a Blink-182 fanboy, and this is Tom DeLonge's new band, or not-so-new band, Angels and Airwaves, and he's dropped a new song. Kind of a ballad, but it does rock a little bit. All That's Left Is Love. And it's another COVID-19 song. And all the proceeds of this song are going to the relief fund for feeding America. Tom's trying to feed some hungry kids. And of course, we know Tom's not in Blink 182 because he's out doing the To the Stars Academy and trying to build a spaceship and prove UFOs are real. And if you want to know more about To the Stars Academy, Check out Lauren Petrie's podcast, the Electric Kool-Aid podcast. She does two parts on it. They're long, long. It's about four hours of Tom DeLong chasing UFOs. It's Is... awesome. Here's the new song. It's kind of a ballad. I like it. I'm scared of what you guys are going to think. All that's left is love. <laughs> Do you ever not open those eyes to see again your own life? Do you ever look back to that night right before the world cried? We've never been here before to not love less, to love more. 
Brad, do you have love for Tom DeLonge and Angels and Airwaves? Is Tom DeLonge a world is flat conspiracist? No, that would be Jaronism uh, and uh, oh, okay, David okay, Weiss, deep inside the rabbit hole. Okay, I was, I was uh, when, you, when you were saying that, I had a wonder. But um, this song, you know, it reminded me of going to church on Sunday, and thank God we do our podcast on Sundays because it's you know all week long. It, I heard it every morning. Hey Brad. Hey Brad. Um, hey Brad. Hey Brad. Hey Brad. Do you go to church? Do you go to church on yeah. every Sunday to get uh, uh, forgiven for your sins of all your stupid songs you put on here? <laughs> well, I attend St. Mattress on the Springs, so. <laughs> carry on. So, let's carry on. So, I, you know, I, I felt this song was missing one thing, an amazing drummer. Oh, Neil Perk could come back into heaven, and maybe these angels could bring him back and help this band out. Um you guys ripped on me a few weeks ago, a few podcasts ago, when I brought this band called Simple Creations. Do you remember them? With the bass player from Blink-182? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I do. And they... I like that song. Si- Simple, like Crea- <laughs> Simple Creations just no, smoked wait, this. <laughs> Simple Creatures, Brad. Oh, Creatures. Jeez. Oh, yeah. All right. Simple Creatures. I'm sorry. I'm getting... A, I'm so pumped up because I want to tear this song apart. Yeah. It, it just was so slow. I, I just couldn't get into it. I wanted to sing it. I wanted to sing in a choir. Your turn, Derek. Well, I, I'm waiting for <laughs> CJ. He's the host. Well, I can't get enough of my whiny, nasally voice, Tom DeLong. Derek, okay, here you go. So you it's kind of funny when the I go, oh, I kind of like this concept. It's kind of cool. And then about a minute into it, I said, oh, my God, this video is so stupid. Um it's not rock. It sounds alternative. And it's kind of funny. I had no idea that rock sh- long schlong was in the, the, the band. Um, <laughs> Cause it did sound like blink 182. That's what I thought. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of this song. It sounded like they were not like they're trying to get airplay. It sounded phony to me. And once again, you know, I'm sick and tired. I said it before. I'm sick and tired of all this COVID bullshit. I don't, I'm just over it. I'm so done with, I just want to rock, you know, let's, let's have fun. You know, I don't need to be depressed about how everything is shitty and we got to wear face masks and, you know, afraid to, you know, give a high five or something. The only thing I thought about it was I did think to myself, there must be no angels if this is on the airwaves. <laughs> uh, well, the song could have been helped out by the best drummer on the planet. Tommy Lee. Tommy Shut Sparker. up. Or Nicky Six. Tommy Lee's the drummer, Brad. Right. Oh, have, have another. <laughs> well, that's because you guys were talking about Nicky earlier. <laughs> I know, I know. I know you know who Tommy Lee is. But can you tell me who August Burns Red is? The Bone. 
Well, this was from one of our listeners or our followers that sent us a message. And uh, Sir, Sir Nicholas the Ridiculous um, asked us to play this. He said, uh, here's, a, here's a band for you butthole rockers. So I actually checked this band out. They've been together now for quite a few years uh, playing music. They are straight up metal. Um, they do have the, the, there's all their songs are full of tempo changes. Um, they got solid guitars, great drummers. And I'm not a fan of screamo, but the singer is a screamo. He just screams over top of everything. So why don't you check it out? August burns red bone. monster rock this song was put here purposely to fucking <laughs> obviously I'm predisposed to hate this fucking song but I said I'm going to find one good thing to say about this song and here's the one thing I will say about it it's got a stupid name I got another thing to say about it the drummer's a beast. He he went to the Travis Barker school drumming. The, the drummer <laughs> is outstanding. Dirk. All right. So uh, I thought, you know, it's kind of funny because this is a band that, um, yeah, has that Cookie Monster screamer dude. But I thought the guitar work was amazing. I thought... His fret work, the way he worked that guitar and the and the, and just the tempo of the guitar, it sounded super cool. It's really catchy. I liked it a lot. I liked the drummer a lot. I thought the drummer was awesome. I mean, he. It's kind of funny when you watch the video. It looks like some uh, therapist. You know, he's he he listen he has to listen to everybody's problems. So he's a therapist, and then he decided to start a band, and he grabbed his neighbor. He grabbed his neighbor, who's this angry shop teacher at school, and said, hey, can you sing lead on this for me? You know? <laughs> so, I mean, it's not – and it's funny you say that, CJ, because I don't think it's really Cookie Monster singing. It's more like angry yelling singing. So the hard part for me is the song doesn't show me 
if he can change it up, you know, I, you know, like uh, Parkway Drive and uh, Slipknot and some of these other songs where they, where they can change their vocals up. That's what can get, that can hook me. So they can do a little bit of Cookie Monster. You can do a little bit of screaming. You can do a little bit of yelling and be angry, but you need to change it up for me to really like it. So, I mean, like I said, I love the guitars, the guitars. I thought he was fantastic, but I have to admit it was exhausting to listen to the song because the singer just, I was like, fuck dude, take a Xanax or something, chill out in the chorus. But for <laughs> me, the music was awesome. And it, and who sent to this, this song, Nicholas, the Dickless. Yeah, yeah, that's the the Nicholas, Nicholas. Yeah, I, yeah, and I love butt stuff, Nick. Wait, no. Um, anyways, it was just exhausting to listen to it because I mean, you gotta change it up a little bit. The the music changed up. There was there was changes in the music, and it was very melodic. The music wasn't like you listen to some of these bands that are hardcore metal, and it's just bah, 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 and it doesn't change the guitarist was super talented and it, the music was great, but I think the lead singer, he needs to, he needs to get a better range. So I don't, I, I don't want to go too long on that, but it was kind of funny because I loved the music. So well, I thought the music was great. And it's like, God, if this guy can, if they could have a melodic chorus, the song would be awesome. Well, and I agree with you, Derek, on that because that—that's the one thing I said. It's full of tempo changes, and and I listened to their whole album, and this album is supposed, or you know, the Nicholas the Ridiculous said this is one of the best albums that he's listened to this year, and from you know, if you take out the singer screaming, it is an amazing album, but he overpowers every freaking song. Yeah, here's here's the deal. August Burns Red. You need to mutiny on this guy. Fire his ass. I know there's not uh, Corey Taylor and Chester Bennington and Metal God and Human Air Raid and Siren hanging out at every local bar, but you get this guy out, get somebody who can sing in there, and you might have something. But didn't we talk? Didn't we talk about the the band Lama Gods? Or that that question was yeah. brought up a week or two ago. Yeah, they have a new song out. Right, uh, right. A lot so of people really like them. I wouldn't right. be one of those people. So Lamb of Gods, their followers. You know, I gotta tell you something. Red. I'm thinking about doing a on our YouTube channel, maybe a Lamb of Gods song. And I know you guys are gonna be like, "Oh my god!" But but it is a little bit different than this. I think. It's weird. If you could, that's the thing about him is if he could change his tone or change the way he sings, this could be a really cool song. He could be really good, but he's so one dimensional. That's, that's what I'm looking for. One dimensional. So we just got done cutting a YouTube video for this band. Parkway Drive song Prey. Well, ahead, let me Derek. tell you something. Um, 
Yeah, so this song, we did the, the YouTube channel. Uh, we did this song, The Reaction for Parkway Drive, Pray. And it was uh, sent to us by uh, a subscriber on YouTube, uh, Mr. Uh, Dan Clark, who is awesome. And he's from um, New Zealand. And he's a great guy, from what I can tell. I, you know, I don't, I, I almost want to, you know, become his best friend but anyways so he 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 threw this out there and I, I i started looking at it and i was really excited when i saw this song i i looked at some of the different songs and and it's kind of funny because the august burns red i think they're kind of in the same genre a little bit but this song is totally different from the last song we just listened to as far as it's kind of exactly what we're talking about this is a band that plays great as a great drummer great guitarist they have a great time changes tempo changes and the singer is able to change and that's what makes it cool they're an australian band the cool thing for me is the chorus so you know like we just the last song we just listened to the chorus is good I love the chorus in this song because it's more like an anthem. It's and it's sing song. It's not yelling and screaming and wanting me to, you know, hide, hide away from everybody. And um, I just got to say, I, I'm really appreciative of uh, Mr. Dan Clark. Uh, he email, emailed me at midlife metalheads and at gmail.com, by the way. And I thought it was very authentic. I it checked all the boxes for me. I'm sorry, I'm rambling on because I really I was really impressed by it. I like it. It's not as heavy as some of the other stuff, but for me that's what made it really cool because they were able to change the way um maybe he sang a little bit and get that chorus more of of a melodic kind of a tone. So I'm sorry, I was rambling, CJ. <laughs> All right, so Parkway Drive, pray this is how you do Screamo better than August Burns Red. Parkway Drive, pray.
Brad, take it away. You know, I I do like I like this sound. Um, the guitarist, the drummer, that was amazing. Um, it's got a deep, deep, deep dark roots to it. Um, the, the when they start jamming and they get really into it, um, all of a sudden this the singer is the one that does the tempo change. He goes, he's got I to me he's got a raspy voice, but when he comes when he sings clean. Man, he is pure. I love his voice. Um, I, it kind of reminded me of a band. I don't know if you guys ever heard of them called Like a Storm. I can't. I can't remember if they're from New Zealand or if they're from Australia. And it's kind of funny. Dan Clark. That's his name. He can tell us. Damn it! Sent this. But can't tell us right now, Brad. You got to keep talking. Oh, Brad did it again. All right. Well, let me just take over here. So, you know, I I found what I found about weird is I want to pray for sorrow. Who fucking prays for sorrow? The devil. That's a fucking weird lyric. But the more I, the more I thought of, oh, the devil, I didn't think about that. But here's, here's what the angle I did think about. I was thinking he was like praying for sorrow for inspiration to write songs because so many songs, especially in the heavy metal genre are not cheery, cheery, love, good time songs. Uh, A lot of them come from,